You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art-driven podcast. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Welcome to Sullen Radio. I would like to welcome back my guest, Christian Merrick. Um, Christian and I sat down at the Musink Tattoo Festival here a few months back and recorded a show. Um, a couple weeks ago, Christian called me up and uh, apologized for that that show and, and expressed to me that that wasn't something that was... Um, something he wanted to portray. He, he didn't portray himself in a way that he wanted to. And, you know, we all have those times in our lives where somebody catches us at a moment that really doesn't do ourselves justice. And because of that, and because he was a stand-up dude and called me up and apologized first and foremost for it, um, I wanted to give him the opportunity to come back on the show. Um, he works at a shop that... Uh, um, has always been a supporter of uh, of the show since I started it and and Renaissance Tattoo um, Studio and I want to say thank you to those guys and and appreciate their support of the show and so yeah man Christian I wanted to welcome you back on the show and just give you this opportunity to to um, you know come back on and we'll have a cool conversation and and uh, hopefully express to the listeners um, you know a different side of you or or kind of um, you know, a diff, a, be able to see you in a different a real, light, you know? How about, how about more of a real side of me as opposed to a two-week convention side of me? The ending of a two-week convention run, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on here and not only apologize to my peers and the people that I look up to and the people that I, um, you know, have the golden opportunity to work with around and at sometimes get to spend weekends with. Um, yeah, my delivery last time was just very cocky and really, you know, fucked up. And, you know, I apologize to, um, myself, my children, my friends, the people that supported. And even though I meant most of the stuff I said, I, my delivery just, just wasn't who I am. And, you know, and so I want to start off by saying that I, I want to be enough of a man to come on and back on your show and tell you that, you know, I, Apologize for um, sounding like a pompous, cocky bastard, to put it for lack of better terms. Yeah, you know that's that's just not who I am. You know, I'm a I'm a fun, you know, loving guy. I just you know with a big heart. I just you just caught me at a moment, homie, and it just is what it is. So I'd I'd like to take the opportunity to um, start over with that and just start by saying that um, you know, I appreciate. I appreciate you, Joe. I appreciate, you know, Sullen, everything Sullen's ever done for me, and Jeremy and Ryan, everybody involved with Sullen, you know. Um, that's a big, huge family that I'm grateful to be a part of. Um, you know, aside from that, you know, Renaissance is a huge family I'm, I'm you know, grateful to be a part of. I mean, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations in my life that have, Cause me to, you know, prosper and the demise, you know, and um, taking the opportunity to take higher of prosper and demise, you know, over the idea that 
I got this golden opportunity that I get to paint people for a living. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I really, ever since I was 12 years old, I really didn't think there was anything that was cooler to me in life than the idea that you could paint someone. You know what I mean? And um, I just think it's fascinating that, you know, that's a life that God, the universe, whoever it chose for me to take, you know, I'm yeah. not the best tattooer yet, but I'm definitely going to leave my mark no matter what. You yeah. know? And, and the, re- the reason I get to leave my mark is because I get advice, I get called out, I get talked shit to, and I get told, you know, uh, uh, different ways of doing it, or I see, I should say different ways of, you know, um, executing things that, that help me on a day-to-day basis on every aspect of life, from being a father, a single father, to being a tattooer, you know, I'm trying to be an artist who's trying to make a name for himself and set myself apart from everybody else. Yeah. It, you know what, man, and that's, isn't that the difficult thing these days is really, um, not only developing, I, I think that, setting yourself apart is the big is the hardest thing right you can develop the skill you can be technically proficient you know you can be a good artist but there's a lot of good artists out there you know it, it's i think making... oh, there's a bunch of amazing art out there it's, it's it's uncanny to me the ability that people have now this day and age have been able to create on skin like there's no way there's no way the monet would have been able to have been created like that on skin, but yet this day and age, you have artists who will smoke Michelangelo or smoke, you know, Dolly, smoke other unrealistic, you know, historical art artists through tattooing, like kill their own original work on skin. Like it, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a cool time to be to be a part of An the industry. Artist. It's a cool time to be around the industry. I mean, even as a collector or a or an onlooker, it's um yeah. it's something to be seen these days. The quality and the and the level of work being done out there, man. It's you know what's cool too is like the the people that are around tattooing every day are starting to take advantage of these really good um technologies that have been used in these other industries for years you know like the oh yeah you know, wacom digital, tablet yeah the and, wacom tablet yeah. and the and, and yeah, yeah. you know the ipad even drawing with your ipad and dude and, i mean it's ridiculous i got i got one of the well, i got a boy that works with me is in jp super fucking cool cat um this dude does the sickest shit on his fucking iPhone with, like, some app. And I'm like, okay, so I'm on Android, you know, and he's, like, all iPhone, and most people are this day and age. But nonetheless, dude, he does the sickest stuff on his iPhone in, like, 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you literally just looked out a fucking sleeve Photoshop on your iPhone sitting here eating lunch with me? And he's like, yeah. Oh, all, like, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you know what? Like, it just blows me away that, like, I'm, 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 dude, I'm almost 39 years old. Like, when I started tattooing, it was like, if you didn't draw it, you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, now it's really cool to see that, like, you know, you can find all your reference. You can find all your stuff and put it together the way that you envision it in your mind through these new te- 
you know, technology to programs and so Photoshop to, you know, uh, 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 the Surface Pros and all this stuff. They have these these programs on them that just make let you morph all these pictures together to create something that, you know, you wouldn't, that would take other people, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, a, a month to draw. Well, and I think I think it even to bring it closer to home, you're able to quickly manipulate um, yeah. and draw images. Yeah. And yeah, in, and, like and, a client walking right in. Yep. And, and layer them, you know, and, and you're not using all these different layers of tracing paper and you're not having to, you know, yeah, jump you to don't the copy 16, machine. You don't have, yeah, you don't have 16 layers of, you know, tracing paper to create your, your end result when you right. have. Photoshop that creates all your layers for you and you get everything done. And like your, your client can come in on a whim, a walk in a random, let's just say the dude walks in. He's like, I got a few grand. I want to do something sick. You think you've got time to do this today? This is what I want. And you can whip it together in no time. If you know what you're doing on Photoshop, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not technologically, Inclined, you know what I mean. So I'm still kind of like in the I want to send a smoke signal to somebody, you know, kind of <laughs> era. But you know, Photoshop is an amazing tool. Like it's amazing to be able to like put something together really quick, and then you get an idea of how it's going to go down, and then to be able to show that client right then, they're like, they're like, so cool, let's do this. And then you know, it, it, it's just amazing to me where art, tattooing, technology, all of that have have come and I'm just blessed to be a part of it and to see the culmination and or evolution of it. Yeah. I think it's the, the continuation of it. You know, it's, it's something that yeah. is, is I can't cool. imagine what five years from now is going to be like, you know, uh, like I five think... years, like five years ago was even crazier than it is now. <laughs> right, man. It's, it's you nuts I mean? to think uh, how quickly it's going and it's exponential now that they're, you know, the information highway is open. I think that that really, you know, pops the lid off of Pandora's box and it's, it's now open. And now everybody who wants to can have the information. And then it's a matter of applying those efforts to, you know, the, the information and, and getting efforts results. and visions, yeah. efforts and visions. Yeah. Everybody has their own vision. And I think that's what I think the best part about the new technology with, you know, stuff like Photoshop and, 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 you know, Photo Pro or, or, uh, uh, stuff like that, Surface Pro, those, those kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. I think a Wacom tablet, I think it's amazing to me that, like, technology has came to the point where, like, okay, so, like, I want this woman's face, like, morph in with half a skull, like, like Jack Connolly, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be more stuff together, like, so quick, it's not even funny, you know? It's like, it's, it's really cool to be in a time in life where, like, technology is helping and or for some people might hinder you know the idea of what real art is and i'm just in all reality proud to be a part of watching all this stuff happen you know um i think it's i think it's really cool that you know people stand by other people's artwork you know what i mean like it doesn't matter if you draw by yourself or if you come up with it you know i mean if it's executed in a professional way and you know, your clients and your, your your artwork is done in the way that it needs to be done for the time and money that these people spend on us. 
I just think it's, you know, it's a great time in history to be an artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, talk about the, I've seen lately on your Instagram, it seems like a leaning, um, or maybe just a, a sprint towards, um, doing this trash polka style work. Um, it's been, let's let's rephrase that. Um, trash polka, me and, me and up Jeremy, that beautiful man, we sat down and had a conversation, a long conversation about the idea of trash polka. We looked up the definition and or, you know, response for trash polka that's synonymous completely with the European style of our work done there only. So in order for me to do that style of tattoo and I had to rename it and or do it my own self, um, in, in, in retrospect and or homage to the people who started a style of tattooing that I have never felt more comfortable doing. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm speaking of a more of a trash Americana sort of situation, you know, garage Americana, however you want to put it, whatever. And what, but what's the difference I, for, for listeners who don't know, talk a little bit about the original style and then talk about, okay. So the original, in... the original style of trash, Trash polka is basically taken a form of realism mixed with paint splashes and slashes and 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 you know random fadings and stuff like that um, to create a piece that is not only a um, a culmination or a mixture of like street art like banky style street art mixed with realism mixed with just chaos. Right. Is, uh, is uh, you know, the best way I could put it. You know, um, their definition for it would have taken us 32 minutes for me to talk about because, in all reality, it's a very detailed thing. So, um, in no disrespect to the people who created that style of art, I can't necessarily call it trash poker because I'm not in Europe, I'm not European, I'm not part of the people who started that style of tattooing. However, that's how it's I spoke more volumes to me than anything else. I had a very good friend of mine who I actually got to speak with the other day, Josh Hagan, um, tell me for years and years and years in my year, what the fuck do you do? What the fuck do you do? What the fuck do you do? And I don't mean to say fuck that many times, and I apologize. So I know last interview I, I said the F word probably about 176 times. Actually, I know for a fact because I listened to it seven times. Nonetheless, um, he always told me, he's like, you know, him and Carl Grace, they always told me, what do you do? What do you do? Do you do new school or do you do realism? Which is it? You want to outline something or you want to, you want to, you want to do something realistic? Which is it? Which is it? Which is it? Which is it? Always in my ear. Always in my ear. Always in my ear. You know? And I always took it for granted at first because I was like, I'm a, I'm a grown man. You know what I mean? So I took it for granted. I was like, why are you talking shit to me? You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. And then I saw Florian Carr. And Florian Card is just like a master of that trash polka and style. And I'm I'm a I'm a graffiti artist. I grew up in a graffiti, you know, part of life. I grew up in where graffiti was where it was at, you know, late eighties, early nineties. And every time I get a client or somebody allows me to do what I wanna do to the piece, I always go that direction. And so it was ironic that my my boy called me the other day. I hadn't talked to him in months, you know, he'd been busy and whatnot. And he told me, he's like, you know, I'm proud of you for doing what you're doing. 
like you're actually setting yourself apart from everybody else. And that, to me, was one of the biggest compliments lately. Not just him, but quite a few other artists that I'm absolutely uh, humbled to be around. Or no, or I've learned stuff from, or I've taken gross um, constructive criticism for. Um, but, you know, like, this day and age, everyone's doing the things that everyone wants to do. Well, I want to do something different. I want to do something that you either have, and I this, this isn't in any way, shape, or form cocky. This is me being humble. This is me trying to set myself aside from anybody else. I want somebody to say either, damn, who the fuck did that piece? Or holy shit, that's a Christian merit tattoo. That to me is why I am focusing mostly on this trash Americana style of tattooing because it just makes me breathe and make me feel real. Everything else at that time when I'm tattooing is not happening. The world is on pause. So what is it about, you talk about the trash Americana, which is your version of or styling and i mean the stuff that you're saying is the same that we hear from guys who love traditional japanese work and say well i love doing it but i'm not japanese i don't know the the you know the the fine details and things like that so how do you set your your how is this trash americana set apart from the standard that's been set from... Well, because well, here, here's the thing. My style's a little bit different. Like, I, I'm keeping it in particular the one one style. Like, I'm I'm Czech-Irish, okay? So, um, you know, here's the thing. Like, the area in which that I spoke, uh, you know, got started is in the same part of where, like, you know, half of my lineage is from. So, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm part of it. Maybe not. Like, whatever. It really makes a difference. What I'm doing different is that I'm I'm putting my own personal graffiti background into my own version of real realism. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't really know where it's going yet, but what I do know is that it's the first time I've felt alive, drawing, painting, tattooing in a long time. So whatever's going on. I'm okay with <laughs> right. how whatever, whenever, whatever culminates from it, I'm even more okay there because I'm booked because of it and I like it and I'm yeah. grateful and I'm proud and I am blessed that I have people who are like, do whatever the absolute hell you want as long as this, this style, wherever you want. And that to me is like something that's so like, how do, I, how do I say this properly? Um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have somebody look at me and call me. I'm sitting next to a client in the middle of a consultation right now, as a matter of fact, in which she tells me, do whatever you want, just make this look like that. Right. Or make this look like what you want. That, to me, is probably one of the biggest compliments I could have as an artist. Sure. Somebody just saying, look, this is what I have. This is what I want. Do however you want to do it. Yeah, I think that's. I think a lot of artists, I mean, that is a, that's the highest form of, you know, compliment. Somebody buys a piece of art, wants a piece of art from you, you know, that is of a style that you resonate with and, 
um, yeah, man, it's exciting when that's th- those things start to happen. Not only are you feeling connected with the work, but you're feeling like it's being um, people are responding well to it. You know. You know what? In all, in all reality, man, I'm not gonna lie. I've had more responses and more um, positive response and exposure due to that in particular style of tattooing that I'm doing that I have for anything I've ever done. Period. And um, I've been waiting a long time for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, here's the thing that, that, that messes with me is that people don't understand that, like, when you have children and you're like myself, I'm a single father, um, it really slows you down. You know what I mean? When your kids are a certain age, it's like mine. She's about to be four years old. Like, it really slows you down in the idea of that. I was like, okay, I need to take the next four hours to sit and paint and draw and forget about the world. But yeah, no, it's five o'clock in the evening and you have a little girl who needs to be bathed, shower, you know, bathed, fed, put to bed and, and wrote a, you know, read a story to. And then you get to do that. And then by that time, I mean, I'm like, shit, man, I want to go to bed too and fuck it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, so, I mean, it slows you down. It really does. But at the same time, like, I feel like I've finally found that thing. Like, for the last three or four days, every single night, me and my daughter have painted something. I've painted something random. She's painted a bunch of crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, she tells me, she told me the first thing she said to me this morning when she woke me up rubbing my face saying, Daddy, I love you more than anything and I missed you while I was asleep. Can we paint? And I was like, baby, you want breakfast? No. I want to paint. Like, that to me is awe-striking. You know, like, that to me is more me than this last interview I did. You know, like, my children, my daughter, my son moves out here in five days for the first time in his life. He will have... He will live with me, period. First time in his life. All he wants to do is be a tattooer and a fucking photographer. I told him, I'll give you everything I have. Everything. So, he's moving out here. That's I'm cool. Exciting exciting times, man. You know, you got a lot of a lot of opportunity and a lot of um, responsibility. You know, it's, it's one of those things that we all do as humans. We have to try to balance those, you know, whether you're an artist or not. You have those things that make you passionate in your life and and push you and you know make you strive to be better. And I think it's you know it all comes with sacrifice and effort and and it's all yin yang. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, it's all yin yang, bro. It's give, all yin yang. Which more? Which is which is the most important? Which is the most sacrificial? You know what I mean? Like. Is it more important for me to spend time with my kids and focus on, like, my shit over trying to go out to a bar and try and land some one-night stand? Yeah, it is more important for me to spend time with my kids and paint with my daughter and have a little dance party and do whatever with a three-year-old than it is to go to a a bar and get smashed drunk trying to find some broad I want to take home. Not into it. Not into it. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit into a gross respect where I'm just going to say this in the only closet sense is I don't fucking need it. Like my kids, my shop, my boys I work for, my clientele, my people, my friends, Joe, you, Jeremy, everybody else, 
all of that means more to me than just doing dumb stuff, man. And like, I get it. I get it. And all I want is for someone to realize that I'm the one that did that tattoo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's an interesting time, you know, ex- exciting times, and um, all the resources are out there for us. It's it's pretty cool um, to be a part of tattooing right now, and, and there's so much opportunity. Dude, and- it's really cool to be a part of this industry. I mean, think about it, dude. We can do whatever we want to. I mean, this I will say, like I said last time, we get to do whatever we want to, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. We get to go wherever we want to make money. Like, there's not a place in this world I can't go to, or any artist this day and age who's an artist, I should say. You know what I mean? Even artists who aren't artists or just whatever, you know, they still get to go wherever they want to and make money. Yeah. You know, like, it's almost like legally selling dope that lasts forever. <laughs> you know, it's. I know that's a really bad euphemism, you know what I mean? But, I mean, it's the reality of it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a legal dope dealer, you know what I mean? Like, people are addicted to this shit. Yeah. You know? I think, I and think... and the, the bad, the bad, the, the worst part about it is I have to pay taxes on it. And damn it. <laughs> right. Why do I have to pay taxes on hurting people? It's like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I tattoo people. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I pay taxes on hurting people. How about that? Does that make you feel better? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you pay taxes? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, I pay taxes. Come on. Crazy. Anyways. Fuck, yeah. Man. Anyways, Joe, I, I deeply appreciate you giving me a moment to um recant and or apologize to all my colleagues and anyone who might hear this. I apologize for sounding like a pompous, cocky bastard. <laughs> the last time I was on this interview... But I want to apologize to everyone and let you know that I, I, I am not a pompous, cocky asshole. I, however, do like to party and have a good time. But the most important thing to me are the people who believe in me and the people who believe in the industry of tattooing and or art as a professional setting. I'm yeah. blessed to have known and or know some of the people I know. Joe Swanson, you being one of them. Thanks, man. And I, and I greatly appreciate the opportunity to... Um, as a man, swallow my pride and say my last interview was extremely not okay with me. So anyone who ever gets to hear this interview, please understand and accept my apologies and this idea that I'm in no relationship with me I'm trying to be a pompous ass. <laughs> well, you know what? I think everybody can, hopefully everybody has had a moment in their life where this will resonate with them you know you, Look, you get everybody's at a the, moment there's dude. not there's not a hopeful everyone is going to hear this now and you know oh, i remember that day mm-hmm. i just wasn't on t- I, was, I just wasn't on radio when it happened you know? <laughs> right yeah and, and yeah. Th- those times are the times when you know shit man we got to look at ourselves hard and and uh figure out we either going to let it lie or do something about it to change it and that effort and those actions and that humbleness is what appealed to me when you hit me back up about redoing this. And, um, you know, I think, I think everybody deserves that, uh, that See, there's second a time chance. In everybody's, and, yeah. There's a time in everybody's life where they have to realize, look, was that your best moment? Or are you going to lie to yourself? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I'm not going to lie to myself for you. It wasn't my best moment on radio. Thank God it wasn't on camera. Nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Nonetheless, well, there was, especially with the there were pre- situation, there were pre- that would have been weird. There were pretty girls around. So being on camera wouldn't have been all bad. It wouldn't have been all bad, but in all reality, you know, like, it would have been bad. Nonetheless, yeah, what I am going to do is, if you don't mind, I'm going to take one moment, Joe, to um, shoot a shout-out to a couple of few people. One, two, being Josh Hagen and Carl Grace, those two of my brothers. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those two men. I love them with all my heart. They've done a lot for me, you know, realizing where and who the fuck I am. Um, I want to thank Jeremy. I want to thank Ryan. I want to thank everybody from Solon. Everybody. The entire Solon family. You included. For always having my back and looking at me and, and being real and like whatnot. Um, I appreciate that. Um, there's a lot of people... Um, I can't not thank Joe DiOrio and or Alan Rivera, James McDonald, Brad Reese, Joey Zuzetta, Case DeBoer, Kyle Jones, my apprentice, Sancho, because his name is Jorge, but he wants to be called Sancho. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are in my life that I appreciate every day. And so... I just want to tell them I appreciate you, and I thank you. I also want to tell Donna Mello, the owner of Sacred Art Tattoo in Tucson, Arizona, you crazy-ass woman, I love you, and thank you for what you did for me. First and foremost, and then last but not least, my children. My children, Anthony, Ashley, and Sophia, are the reason why I do what I do. But Joe Swanson, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to redo this, and I love you, bro. Hey, man, no problem. You know what, Chris and I appreciate you coming back on and setting some things straight, and um, you know, being being open to uh, this process. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody is in this. You know, we we can be together. Everybody's in it together, man. You know, together we rise. So. Um, I yeah, exactly. Come, together pre- we rise. And yeah. that's my point. That's why I'm redoing this. Together we rise. My last interview was together. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all have those. We all have those moments. Well, we all have those moments and fuck it, man. You know, we, we Shit, got a good one, one in. that one lasted two weeks, man. That one <laughs> lasted two weeks. So it's, it's so sad that you were the last person I talked to. And I haven't ironically had any whiskey since then. Shit. I've I've only had very little. I've had very little, you know. Um, yeah, no, I have not. I've had not. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, and I've been to the gym like thirty times since then. So. That's good, man. I'm 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 back on the you know the. Well, Jeremy told me he's like, look, man, go to the gym and have sell the anxiety and like this, that, and the other. And I was like, you're full of shit. And he's like, no, man, I'm uh-uh. fucking telling you. And I was like, yeah, fuck, whatever. And then sure shit, I went to the gym. I worked myself. Damn near dead. I called him the next day and was just like, I greatly appreciate you for the advice. I took it. I went to the gym. I hate you because I'm sore, but <laughs> I I yeah. feel amazing and I've never felt better. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it is. You know, I need, I definitely need that as, um, 
just as a as a human as an artist you know i need to go out and get that physical there's something about doing that physical work that makes me feel better and it it's almost like a switch that you flip when i'm feeling this you know depressed or whatever and i go and get a good workout in it doesn't change the situation it changes my mindset towards the situation i think and um you know it's you got to have those things in your life that you do, you know, that, that you get that control all delete from, you know, and that's what working out does for me. And, and, um, it's definitely a, it's definitely a tool I use, you know, I've been implementing meditation as well. I, I, I fucking, I can't get enough of, of that. And that's hard for me because my mind is always moving and, but to sit down for, I do it for 21 minutes. I started out with 13 minutes. These are all Fibonacci numbers. If you know anything about me or my art, I'm super into sacred geometry and shit like that. And so I try to, I, I try to put that shit together in everything that I do. So I've been doing, you know, 13 minute meditations. I got it up to 21 minutes and man, sometimes my mind is still active through the whole thing, but there's moments when I get to a point where, uh, you know, I do have those calming calming times and um regardless if my mind stays active the whole time i still think it helps and and allows me to just sit and be quiet for a moment you know what you know what's good though man is that you realize that you know life is short and we ain't getting any younger and you know i'll be honest with you man like it's good that I'm finally at a point in my life that I can actually own up to my own humility and or embarrassments. I'd be like, ooh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Can I can I apologize or whatever? Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you, man. I unfortunately have a client who a very, very, very beautiful client, I might add, sitting next to me that I have been neglecting for the last however long. But nonetheless I'm going to go ahead and get back to her so I can figure some stuff out. But, Joe, I, I love you, man. I love someone. I love everything about the Chassel Minister, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to yeah. re, redo this interview, man. And for all my colleagues and friends and everybody out there who might have been offended by my last podcast and or I might have said anything that sounded cocky, dickheadish, or whatever, I apologize. I was well. shit. It's Joe's fault. No problem, man. Hey, I appreciate it, Christian. Uh, thank you, everybody, to the listeners who uh, tune in every week and and uh, for these extra shows. I appreciate it. Hit me up on uh, Facebook if you can. It's a great way to share the show. Everything gets posted there on the fan page. You can find that fan page through uh, finding me on Facebook. That's uh, facebook.com forward slash Sullen Radio. Um, and yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks Christian for coming on. hope you have a great time. Thank you to uh, your client for uh, being patient with us. You have a good day, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you, brother. All right. Take care. All right.